it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, with you for another Pittsburgh Steelers training camp recap. It's Monday, and that means that the Pittsburgh Steelers were back at Heinz Field after a day off on Sunday. I was wrong. Again, they don't put out a schedule after their evening practice on Saturday. They did not practice on Sunday. I think that was probably a good thing considering all the COVID nonsense that was going on. The 77 people, though not all players, some personnel and coaches that had false positive tests. Uh, nonetheless, that they, they were already off on Sunday. They had some virtual meetings and they were back on the gridiron for Monday practice. Monday seemed like a beautiful day. They had the pads on. They were hitting. Everything seemed good. Leading up to practice, though, there were a lot of players that were made available and coaches that you might not have heard from normally. Coach Bradley, the secondary coach, Tom Bradley, uh, he's been with the team now for two seasons. He's going into his third. He uh, spoke a lot about the secondary, and it was really interesting to hear his comments about players, not just Minka Fitzpatrick. And he talked about how that he felt that Minka Fitzpatrick would be best suited to just stay in center field and be that free safety. Think of like an Ed Reed type. Um that was something that had been talked about a lot on a lot of different platforms here behind the steel curtain.com and our audio platform ad nauseum about how maybe Minka wants to be more of a joker as Lance Williams used to call it. And the guy that can move around and really be a difference maker. And you never really know what he's going to do. Bradley kind of made it sound like that. They're not really interested in that. Now, granted, that's coach speak too. So keep that in the back of your mind as well. Uh, but he went on to talk about even players like Marcus Allen. Haven't heard a lot about Marcus Allen at all. He's bounced around the uh, roster. He's been on the roster, been on the practice squad, going into his third year out of Penn State. 
they made it seem like he's going to find a role for him, you know, and they're, they're going to try to find a way to get him on the football field and that he is vastly improved and looking better. He looks like he's in better shape. Uh, I think of the way a lot of people have put it is it, it looks like he gets it. And, he, and if you follow him on social media, he put in a lot of work this off season came into camp looking great in great shape. And Bradley just kind of solidified that and, and said, you know, they're really pleased with him so far. So, Hey, maybe that's a name. That's a player that you might see in week one that maybe we wouldn't expect. And that's the thing too, is when you think about this season being so strange, uh, you think about the fact that uh, there's not going to be any preseason. So there's going to be some camp battles that have been ongoing. There's going to be some players that have really showed out and played well that, we're not seeing as the fans, uh, the reporters might be, the coaches obviously see it, but hey, there might be someone that's like, wow, where did this guy come from? Well, it turns out he might've had a great camp and no one just knew about it. So that was uh, coach Bradley in the morning. And after that, James Washington had a very brief, uh, call, uh, on the zoom call with the reporters. That was until zoom literally shut down on half of the Eastern seaboard. In that time, it was pretty interesting. Uh, I wrote an article about this for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com that James Washington has joined the Pittsburgh Steelers weight loss club. All joking aside, Washington, I wouldn't think, would be considered a guy you would want to lose weight. He's dropped about six or seven pounds, said he's lighter, he's leaner, he's faster than ever, feels like his vertical is back to where he feels like he should be. It just goes to show you that sometimes with some players, it takes them a couple years to kind of figure out that the NFL and the professional football game is not all about bigger and stronger. Sometimes it's about better conditioned and faster. And that's, I feel like, where the NFL is headed. And you, you think back into, just look at like an inside linebacker. Remember, anyone that's old enough to remember LeVon Kirkland remembers how big that guy was. He was a monster in the middle. They don't make middle linebackers like that anymore. Uh, they, they don't have the, the neck collars and they're big and just running downhill. Now you have to be athletic. You have to run sideline to sideline. You have to be able to cover a lot of ground. Think more of Ryan Chazier. Think more Devin Bush. Now those are your atypical inside linebackers. So things have changed. And you know, when you think about James Washington losing some weight, that's dedication. It's dedication. Shows that he cares for sure. Uh, and then there was a little bit of break in the action. Then Chooks for the guy that's battling for right tackle, he talked about how he and Zach Banner, although they're great friends, they're trying to win the job. And you wouldn't want anything less. And he spoke about how Banner's doing well and how it's tough battling TJ Watt every single day. Uh, but he's doing the best he can. He did mention that he had labrum surgery early in his rookie year, ended his season early. And he even struggled with his shoulder in, in 2019. And so he said this is his first year that he hasn't had any pain in that shoulder. And that's that's big. It's, he's an offensive lineman. Here's a guy who's planning into someone with his arms, ex extending those arms every single time that the ball is snapped in some way, shape, or form. That is going to have an impact, and it's good to hear that he's healthy and is going to be able to put his best foot forward in terms of who's going to win that right tackle spot. And then lastly today, uh, we heard from Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, Fitzpatrick was asked a myriad of questions about, you know, are you going to move around? Were you happy with 2019? What's the defense going to look like in 2020? I thought the best response was, you know, last year you kind of played center field. You didn't really do much else. Were you happy with it? His response was great. Yes, sir. I was very happy. I'll take all pro and pro bowl all the time. Yes. And he made a he made a very good point when he said, we thought that the defense was, was good last year. We think we're going to be even better this year. He basically said the only time that a team is going to beat us from an from a defensive standpoint is when we make a mistake. And if we can limit mistakes, 
I don't think there's going to be many offenses that can beat us. And that's exciting. And I know that Minka Fitzpatrick is a smart kid. I know that he is very well-spoken, but I also think that he's speaking the truth there. I honestly think that he is being 100% truthful, that he feels this defense combined with an offense that is, even at its worst, is probably considered capable of winning you a game. That's better than what they had in 2019. And so when you look at all that together, you're like, man, this could be a special football team. And they're really flying under the radar. They really are flying under the radar. And so then this afternoon, they got on the practice field. The Steelers were practicing, and several players were given the day off. Uh, Mainly Juju Smith-Schuster and Ben Roethlisberger were given the day off. And so let's run down some of the injured players that were injured from past practices that did not practice today. Uh, Wendell Smallwood with a shoulder, Chris Wormley with a shoulder. Really disappointing because Wormley had just come back, and then he's battling a new shoulder injury. Terrell Edmonds has and Deontay Johnson have undisclosed injuries. They have still are not back at practice. Kevin Dotson was in uniform today, but still did not participate fully. So he's on his way back with his knee, but ultimately he's still on, uh, you know, he's still coming back. Now the players that did return David DeCastro had his first full practice. He's been battling some unknown injury. James Connor was back after a day off. Stefan to the same back after a day off. And then during practice, not to get ahead of myself, but they had the following players were injured. Now, Chuksakura for sat out with a groin. Derwin Gray left practice with a knee injury. Anthony Johnson with a knee and Bud Dupree. He had an undisclosed in, in, injury, I'm sorry, but was uh, still able to finish practice. Um, players like Cam Kennedy, Robert Spillane. Cam Kennedy had a knee. He's a long snapper. Spillane had a finger. Those They were both able to return to practice on Monday. So what happened to practice on Monday? Let's dive into this practice report courtesy of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, rookies have been really showing up in a big way. And Mike Tomlin lauded the, the rookies. And, and if you follow Mike Tomlin since he was hired in 2007, and if you listen to what he says, and, and I don't say unfortunately, because I do enjoy it. If you've listened to Mike Tomlin as much as I have, as my time at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, you know that he does not heap praise on players just willy-nilly. You might hear some coaches. They'll always make, everything always seems like sunshine and rainbows. He is not one of those coaches. I'm not saying he's Bill Belichick, whereas we're on to Cincinnati. I'm not saying that, but at the same time, Mike Tomlin's not a coach. It's just out there saying, these guys are great. We love them. They're so good. He is, you have to earn it with him, period. You have to earn it. And so when he compliments Chase Claypool and Alex Highsmith, that is something to note. Standout plays Chase Claypool made yet another leaping catch in the end zone, this time going over James Pierre in the back corner of the end zone, coming down inbounds for the touchdown. Claypool also made back-to-back catches over the middle that included runs through the secondary. Alex Highsmith got his share of repetitions with Bud Dupree. They, they listed as a hand injury out. During an 11-on-11, he pressured Mason Rudolph, who threw it blindly over the middle, which led to an interception by Riley. Tomlin had this to say about Claypool and Highsmith. To be succinct, they've proven that they belong. Both guys have distinguished themselves in some JV competition. Over this camp process, I laugh because it's it's so Tomlin, you know? Over this camp process, they've gotten more opportunities against some known veteran guys, and really they don't seem to be out of place in that company. So far, so good. And as they continue to prove themselves, those opportunities will increase, end quote. 
All right, new safety Curtis Riley keeps making plays. Today was an interception of a Mason Rudolph pass during a pass under pass drill. Pass under pressure drill, I'm sorry. Rudolph likely would have been sacked on the play nonetheless. Wide receiver Ray Ray McLeod recently acquired. He's a speedy little guy. Flashes suddenness and explosiveness in his pass routes. Minka Fitzpatrick was forced to work overtime to cover McLeod during red zone one-on-one drills. Cornerback Joe Hayden had an aggressive knockdown on a pass to wide receiver James Washington. Washington achieved a bit of revenge later when he made a leaping grab in the back of the end zone with Hayden in coverage. TJ Watt had yet another solid day, this time working against Zach Banner. Watt swatted Banner's hands out of the way during the first of three live 11-on-11 drills on his way to the quarterback to start practice. One resulted in Rudolph getting the ball knocked out of his hands. Later in practice, Watt lined up wide and did the same thing. When it came to some of the run blocking, Banner performed better. With Chooks for not practicing, Banner got a lot of work at right tackle. About the many Banner versus Watt matchups, Tomlin said, quote, Watt won a lot of those matchups, but won, Watt won a lot of them versus Chooks as well. Watt's a handful for one man on NFL playing services, but what a great opportunity for those young right tackles vying for that spot. There's no guesswork in terms of where they are. In terms of overall global readiness, Watt is one of the very best in the business, and they get an opportunity to sharpen their sword against it every day, end quote. Mike Tomlin's got away with words. I love it. Eric Ebron had a pretty sl- had a pretty solid day during tight end safety coverage drills. Ebron outran Marcus Allen, made a long catch for a touchdown. That figures right after I just touted Allen in his <laughs> comments by Tom Bradley in the, in the morning session. The defensive coaching staff was really harping on creating turnovers. They did it last year. Let's see if they'll do it again. Mason Rudolph had a pretty good day while uh, in for Roethlisberger, who got the day off. He threw a perfect pass in the flat on a third down play that got Randy Feedner excited to the point where he yelled, perfect, perfect. Rudolph threw a bullet to Switzer. Later in practice, Rudolph, Rudolph was very sharp in 11 on 11 by completing all four of his passes and even threw a deep one to Ebron across the middle earlier. Rudolph threw a pretty end zone pass to Claypool on top of that. Paxton Lynch, however, didn't have a very good day when it comes to accuracy. He overthrew McLeod by about 20 yards without a single defender around him, which did not please Feedner or Tomlin. Later, Lynch didn't even look at a streaking Ryan Switzer down the seam during 11-on-11. Interior defensive lineman Isaiah Bugs, hey, I haven't heard his name yet, seemed to pop up around the ball plenty, especially during the run periods. The one-on-one lineman drills were a little different than years past. They did some individual individuals with left tackle, Alejandro Villanueva looking solid. They also added some outside slash inside run blocks and some combo blocks as well. David DeCastro was back at practice and put a block on a defensive lineman that sprung Anthony McFarland for a long gain. The first padded practice where there were no live tackling periods. There you have it. It sounded like a pretty interesting practice. It seemed seemed like one you would want to see. We're not going to get to see it. Um, if you, <laughs> that leads me to plugging my show on Monday morning. If you haven't checked out my let's ride, I, I kind of spouted off a little bit about my displeasure with the coverage of Steelers practice. No, I'm not talking about behind the steel curtain. I'm talking about the Steelers coverage of this weird and strange Heinz field training camp, but I digress. That's practice report. Number six, we're not counting total days. We're counting just re- recaps that we have here and it's been the sixth time we've done it. We'll probably have one tomorrow. They'll probably be in pads again, in which case you'll hear me again tomorrow evening with another 
training camp report. In the meantime, make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, you name it, we are there. Search Steelers Podcast, and I guarantee we'll show up. Make sure you subscribe. Give us a five-star. If you listen on iTunes, give us a good comment, and we really, really appreciate it. BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. In the meantime, be careful, be kind. God bless. We'll see you next time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.